What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. Today we recap in week seven of the NFL. As always, go down, like, and subscribe. And these are your hosts for the show. I'm Paul. Pick a win. I'm Contra. I got my bowl packed up. Who am I with? Hey, man, it's already, you already know it's that boy, Lil' Kate, a.k.a. the Dom P.Y.E., a.k.a. Kev Waterboy Savoy. And stay hydrated, man. It's late night. We had to run that. We had to run. I know you see how dark it is in Paul, in Paul, Paul window over there. This is late night. We had to run it for y'all niggas real quick. Not facts, facts, but shit, bro. <laughs> I feel like this was a good ass week of football. I mean, some games were. I mean, I feel like either some games were close or you just got blown out. There was no in between. I think, I think it was a good week of like plays. I guess a lot of strong highlight plays. Definitely wasn't a good week for me picking. I feel like I didn't check. I gotta check. We can, we will check those on the um, recap on um on the predictions next week, but um. I don't know. I wasn't a fan of this week of football. I'm not gonna lie. I was watching the games and I was just like, and this is one. This is the one week where I was just like, yeah. <laughs> I think the, I think the um the Thursday game was decent. Um, the one o'clock games was all right. Like I don't even have no games of the week because like there was like a couple upsets or two or three. I was like, man, fuck all that. So like I don't know. I, so it was it was it was a it wasn't a bad week of football, but it wasn't my favorite. Shit, we might just be getting spoiled from like ah, so many good ass weeks of football now at this point. Nah, dead ass. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Pat Mahomes went on the tear. Lamar Jackson, the Ravens almost blew a lead. Motherfucker. Try the best. The Packers might suck. The Giants might be legit. Like, there's like a lot of stuff. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that like I had these same questions last week. <laughs> nah, facts. Uh, let me see. We can start. Let me see. I'm trying to see what's the first game on the ESPN. First game on the little slate. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, Kev, but the Bengals winning 35-17. Honestly, I still say the Falcons got a little fight in them because this could have been a lot uglier, and the Falcons still was able to put up points before halftime and everything. Yeah, I mean, if we scored in the second half, I would have um, liked this game a lot better. But I looked at this game. This wasn't a bad game slightly from us because, like, I think it's funny that a lot of people are putting respect on the um, Bengals for this win. I mean, it's a win in the National Football League, so you always got to respect it. But, like, most of those scores were, like, over-the-top throws down low, like, over-the-top throws on a team that's entire secondary is hurt right now. And we don't make excuses, and L is an L, but I'm just looking like I'm not really giving, like, the Bengals no mm, – I'm not sitting there telling myself, like, oh, yeah, Bengals are legit now after a motherfucking – after this win, but I think we played well. We definitely had a good first half. It was funny because when you, I seen your text in the chat, in the group chat, you said, Man, I called 20, um, 17. What did you say? 20 to I three? said a 21 7 at halftime. Like it might be a blowout. No, uh, you said 21 3. I 21 3. I knew I said 21 for the Bengals. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you said 21 3. And I, and I remember I was watching, listening to the podcast, and I was like, and then the first thing I said is that's crazy. And then I'm watching like, nah, that Loki almost happened. Loki <laughs> almost happened. Like, that's what I was saying. Like the Falcons, I like because I was saying like I just want to see how they respond if they have to throw the ball. And like they still didn't throw away their game plan. Like they still ran the ball effectively. I'll add. And like those yeah, like, moving. I think Jamar Chase is just half man, half amazing. Like every time I see this man get on the field, it's like nothing but craziness. And he's so much faster than everybody. Like on that second touchdown. I knew the second he touched that bitch, he was gone. Like, he was probably, like, 30, 40 yards away from – maybe, like, 30, 20, 30 yards away from the um, end zone. But when he kept takes an angle, there's nothing you can do about that. There's, like, certain people, like Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, 
um motherfucking like those are people that you just mm, yeah, once just, they're gone they're gone. They're, past, they're gone they're gone like sorry bye see you later uh, no but uh, i think the Bengals with that win are in first place in the division i could be wrong but i know they're at least nah, they're tied. tied they're tied for second with the ravens okay let's see and then uh the falcons low-key are in, tied for first with the bucks but uh I'm sorry, ass niggas. What's it called? I don't know, man. If the rest don't call that bullshit ass um reference the passer, we probably busting their ass right now. That's true. Let's man, see. We, we, we got uh next on the slate. We had Dak is back. Cowboys win twenty four six, and their defense still looked fucking. I think they had like what five sacks or something and a fumble five. recovery on the one. They have five fucking turnovers. I want to say Jared Goff threw three on. Um, Jared Goff might have threw four, but I'm pretty sure he threw three for sure. Trayvon Diggs caught one, caught a nice one. But, yeah, the Lions looked atrocious in this game. Yeah, I know Jamal Williams fumbled literally on, like, the one. Like, they were about to score, and he fumbled on the one yard line. I was like, damn, like, that's just the Lions being the Lions. Uh, and I don't like, think Dak looked too good, though, either. Nah, I think, yeah, Derek, on the Jared Goff only threw two interceptions. And I, he might have fumbled one. And he got sacked five times. Like, I don't think the Cowboys even looked good until they started running the ball. Like, they wanted the Dak to, like, take over in the first half, and he was just overthrowing people and shit. They just was not – and then when they started giving Zeke the ball and Tony Pillard the ball, and I felt like the Cowboys looked good. Like, they went right back to the Cooper Rush game plan. Yeah, I think it's going to take them a while. But, like, they better tighten the fuck up in this division. You got this – the NFC least turned into the NFC beast overnight. Over, over one training camp type shit. So, like, even though they're being bad teams and stuff like that, if they don't tighten up, they're not making the playoffs. Like, motherfucker, you got the Eagles and Giants are looking very good at that division. Nah, true. Both, uh, I think they're tied with, what, second behind the – no, they're actually in third behind the but Giants. I said, who was it, like, the Eagles undefeated and then um, motherfucking uh, – I want to say the Giants are, like, 6-1. and one. Oh, yeah. um, I know. They said a hundred times on sports gambling podcast. Oh, I bet they do. Those fuckers love. Well, at least uh, one of them loves them. Well, this shit. Both their teams kind of balling right now. They call them boys the six win club. Damn. Club, and then the Cowboys. They was talking shit to some Cowboys fans. He was like, "Yeah, but we're gonna get there soon." We're gonna be like, "Hey, we gonna be at the seven win club by the time I get in the six. He's like, "How you hitting on my side club? We can't even get in." Damn. I mean, shit. They kind of spin. Let's see. Uh. Division game. This game, I think, is the funniest because of what is now going to happen post the game. But the Titans won. They 19 to 10 over the Colts. Big win for division standings. But Matt Ryan is done, they say. He is not playing. They're putting the rookie Sam Ellinger in. They said they're not putting Matt Ryan bozo ass back in the game again. Really? (laughs) And now they're trying to cover it up with. It's a business decision. Something about they'll save a couple million if he doesn't play a certain amount of games. But it's just like, what's two million on the grand scheme of things? Like, you yeah, really... two million on a contract for fifty-eight. Yeah, like you, like you just, just admit it. Like you made a mistake, and now y'all wish y'all didn't make it. Like, I think they get what they deserve. At least the fans, because the fans treated Carson like he is doing what Matt Ryan did. Like Carson had seven interceptions total last year. Matt Ryan, I believe, is at eight. Or seven before, like, and we're only seven weeks into it, and that doesn't that doesn't even count his like fifteen fumbles he has. Like he has an, I think he had like twenty two turnovers this year, including fumbles and uh, interceptions. 
It's bad. I literally, I literally, it's funny watching Matt Ryan be so bad on the Colts. Because I used to be like, he was, because I really felt like he was the only reason why we had a chance in a lot of games during um, last season. But, like, they ain't shit for bro to do over there, bro. Like, he really has, he had a good game last week. And he they had a good game when they beat the Colts. Not the Colts, they beat the Chargers. Well, the Colts is always going to beat themselves. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, he's just not him. He's just not him like that. Matty Ice is out, but I didn't know he was done for the um, – they're really trying to just bench his ass. That's crazy. So they benched Matt Ryan, and on the tie-in side, Tannehill got hurt. Malik Willis had to finish the game, and he might miss an extended period of time, I think. So we'll, we might get the Malik Willis uh, experiment a little earlier than what we thought. So did Matt Ryan threw two picks? So he threw one pick and a pick six, or did he throw two pick sixes? I know he threw a pick six for sure. Like, he was in the red zone area just to – throw up a pick six um i threw two interceptions yeah and one of them was a pick six but not both of them imagine paying 58 million dollars for me to sell your bench i gotta go check i'm not, i don't like looking at people's numbers but i gotta go check and see how much my ryan's making this year i gotta see what his game takes looking like and the worst part is those still 10 to 19 like if you don't make those two huge mistakes, like you're like you're in, even though you shouldn't have been in this game at all for how shitty your offense was playing, y'all still were in this game because Tannehill only threw 130 yards. Like yeah. your defense showed up. I don't care what Derek Derrick Henry had 128 yards on 30 carries. Like he had a grind for those 128. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Titans are 4-2, man, so niggas is looking crazy for picking the Colts. And niggas, is, niggas, niggas, not me, are looking even crazier for saying them boys will finish third in the division. We'll see what happens because this division does not look promising. Not at all, bro. This shit is still wide open, but it's, this is the same, like the worst division. It's up there for the worst division. This is the same division that had no wins in the first week and two of the teams played each other, right? <laughs> <laughs> Stayed true to themselves, Mm. Uh, talking about disappointments, we had the Packers losing to the Commanders. This was one of like uh, the Packers where they're dead to me. They're, they're dead. They're sinking in water right now. See, I'm gonna go watch Aaron Rodgers Tuesday this week. I should have watched that before we um came out here, but I gotta go watch Aaron Rodgers Tuesday to understand why I'm never picking the Packers yet. This shit fucked me up. First off, one of the scores that they have because they lost 21-23. One of the scores was a pick six, wasn't it? Yeah. So, Aaron Rodgers could only Aaron, and then one of them was, was a late throw to Aaron Jones, like being down while while they were already down type shit. So like, this offense is atrocious. The special teams, special teams consistently gonna find ways to make mistakes. So like, not only the Packers probably not making the playoffs this year, but it's like yo, huge muff punt that gave the Commanders an easy three. Yeah, it, it just, we know playoffs is out of the motherfucking question, but it's just like not out of the question yet. But it's just like we don't know what the fuck he's gonna do. Like you making like now you gotta start kicking yourself. Like why did you let Bonte Adams leave? Like why did you go through all this? Like the Packers have really be fucking themselves up right now, and that doesn't take away from the the Commanders getting a good win. Probably felt really good. The boys, the boys, um, Heineke came through tough. Dug it out. He's over here making big plays to scary Terry. Second half, him and Terry start taking off. Mm-hmm. 
he ended up him making him and Terry making plays over here on Jay Alexander and shit. So it was like, oh. So nothing takes away from the commanders. I think they suck. But um the Packers might just suck too. Yeah, I think we're at the point where we can't like with the Packers, the Chargers, the Bucks, like there's a handful of teams where we cannot let last year and the year before shit cloud our decision making go like for the rest of this year. Dead motherfucking ass, cause boy, how have I picked the Packers three weeks in a row against the motherfucking Giants, Jets, and Commanders, and they lost all three? There's one thing to lose three games in a row, but it's one to motherfucking lose just teams that we thought were fucking bottom feeders last year. It does. This is we're in a different world now. Like I, they're in the different generations. I guess we're watching the old wither and die. No cap. I don't know what's considered good no more. Like, I don't know what I mean. Like, running backs aren't that motherfucking. Running backs aren't as valuable. Receivers are like, receivers are crazy out the box, but like, you may have to make sure you draft the right ones. And then quarterbacks are probably like, there might be less than 10 good quarterbacks now. Yeah, it's a different year. 2022 has been crazy. It's different. And I'm not saying good altogether. That's just playing well at a high level, playing well and getting wins right now. Yeah, and then like, uh, well, we, everything we're saying about this team, we can just kind of pile it on here with the Bucks losing to the Panthers, twenty-one to three. Just doesn't make sense. BJ Walker fucking boys up, and that's embarrassing. Move like especially the second half. There were certain drives where they were, you knew they were running the ball, and they were still getting like. 14, 15 yards on a run. And I'm just like, the Bucks can't stop nothing. And that's crazy because this team is powerful. And this team is known for defense. Like, if they had anything, it's that motherfucking defense. So, you got Tom Brady and all the extra extra crazy shit that's going around in his, that um, the media keeps bringing up in his backyard. But, like, boy, this team can only score three points. You got Mike Evans dropping, the, dropping open touchdowns. Like, and then, like, this team, Tony Dungy made a good point. They're like, they, Mike Evans said in the interview, he was like, yeah, man, that drop ball kind of took the air out of us. And it's like, you guys are a championship team. Like, you guys are supposed to be able to fight adversity. So, like, this shows that they're not only bad, they're in a bad situation right now, but it doesn't seem like they're going to get too much better. Yeah, and, like, all their yardage and everything, like, people can argue how good, like, oh, Tom Brady had three, like, that's all empty stats. Like, he's getting... 30 yards of drive and having to punt. That's not good. Uh, let's see. I, I don't know what the people want to bring back Bruce Arians at this point. I wouldn't be shocked if him and Gronk come back like in a week. Ha, that's dangerous. What the fuck is Bruce Arians got going on? I think he's probably somewhat fat as hell right now. He's They gave him a special position. He's uh like a team associate a counselor or some shit like he's still the head coach somewhere like you know he's still doing shit behind the scenes and he's, he's he does that on the cardinals though he doesn't what he does he plays for it he does that for the cardinals no no ba's the um he's the bucks he's the, oh i'm i'm drunk i'm thinking, he used to be the card yeah he did a little flashback yeah, I, to time I, I, yeah i'm thinking like larry fitzgerald like i'm thinking like this nigga is kyler murray's coach and shit i'm drunk oh, I'm, no. i thought i was like confused for a second but no nah, no nah. We'll see. I was saying, I wouldn't be shocked if he comes back for Brady. Next thing you know, they fucking kumbaya again. That's funny as fuck that I said that. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Another fucking blast from the past. Didn't think we'll be here, but here we are. 
Giants six and one to beat the Jaguars twenty three to seventeen. And two things: ETN is the number one running back. James Robinson is don't, didn't do didn't get no carries. Got one target. Didn't even play. Say, breaking news: that motherfucker just got shipped to shipped to our motherfucking um New York. Yeah, the Jets after Debris Hall tore his ACL or something like he. Hey, spoiler alert! <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, but Travis Etienne fantasy owners, Travis Etienne backers, like, congrats, you got what you wanted. He he looked pretty damn good. I mean, Shaquan looked better on the other end, but did you see that last play with Kristen Kirk on the one yard line? Like they uh, sixteen, but there's one yard to go. <laughs> that was hurtful. Like seeing that was hurtful. Like that's a that's one of those hey, I lift weights moments. Yeah, I'm big body. And then it was, and then he ran into a wall though, didn't he? There were like two or three of them motherfuckers in the way. He just took one to slow him down, and then the gang came. Yeah, it's not like uh, Joe Hayden did that shit last year. Like motherfucking, that's the meanest. Like I lift weight moments, like. That's tough. And that's tragic going into the locker room after I couldn't imagine. I know. And this is like one yard, like <laughs> literally one yard line. Like you catch it, or they just one like three feet. Like wow. That's mm-hmm. that's some Hollywood movie stopping, like right there. No, nah, that shit is anxiety. Uh let's see another this anxiety. This is an anxiety attack right here. The Ravens almost blowing another fourth quarter lead to the Browns. You know what's crazy to me about the Browns? What? And, like, I don't really watch Browns games. Like, I kind of – I keep it on the red zone and they get brought up a lot. But these motherfuckers really be having Jacoby Brissett in the shotgun and, like, be forgetting that they have a motherfucking running back, the number one running back in the fucking NFL. And then the number probably, like, Kareem Hunt's probably the number one and the number one backup. Like, it's fucking insane. He uh, he he only had, like – seven eight touches going into the fourth quarter because i took his over and he was only had like 20 yards going into the fourth quarter and then next thing you know that fourth quarter touchdown run is like 11 yard run 12 yard run and i'm like why the fuck was that like he ended up getting 91 yards he got like 70 yards in the fourth quarter alone but it was like where was this for four quarters what the fuck are y'all doing they was drunk man i don't know what the fuck they got going on and uh Kareem Hunt has requested a trade or they I've been seeing the rumors that Kareem Hunt might be on his way out like he's not happy with his usage what he had like five carries for four yards he didn't get many like receiving snaps one catch two targets like he didn't he like he his usage is going down because they're not running the ball and uh but your boy Lamar you know his first three games how Lamar was balling mm-hmm since those first yeah, three games. that brick was going up, but I don't know, man. So four games later, four games, he has three touchdowns, four interceptions, zero rushing touchdowns, and his yardage is 144, 174, 210, and 120. Ouch. Price of the brick just went back down. <laughs> yeah, like that. that's just crazy to me. But they almost blew another lead. They didn't. Do you think they're deep? How do you feel about their defense? Patrick Queen had a day. He had a couple, like, big tackle for losses. The rookie, a couple sacks. Like, they got five sacks. Like, they were doing their thing. Like, if Brissett wants to throw, they're doing – they're making sure they're stopping his ass. But one thing I noted was, like, Mark Andrews had no catches. 
no targets. Then do I think he had like one or two targets, no catches. And like if Lamar isn't making the play, this team is ass. Like there there isn't a real run game. There's no real wide receiver threat. The defense can't dominate. So it's just like Lamar has to dominate and they win. Or like it's just if they're not using Lamar, they're not looking good. They look like a, a mediocre team. And they make bad mistakes late in the game. Like that what was it? A interception or a fumble like late, late in the game. Um, let me see. I believe it was an interception. I could be wrong. Uh fumble. It was a fumble in the red zone too. It was a terrible fumble too. Slap the fuck out of his ass. And I want to say they got it back on a fumble, but it was like, damn. No, Katie York missed a 60 yard. Like they had a 55 yarder and then got the false start on themselves. And the Browns fucked themselves up. Yeah, and they got the little block on that. So I remember that was ugly as fuck. But yeah, you gotta be pretty fucking stupid to get a false start on your own on a game on your game winning on your game all the time. <laughs> well, they got the ball back again was crazier. <laughs> like the Ravens went three and out that next drive. Insane. Well, yeah, the Ravens got a lot to figure out, but at the moment, they're number one in the division, so hey, that's and all. We- what I said about Lamar goes true with the Packers and the Bucks. Like y'all are relying too much on one player. Next game, Broncos beating the Jets. This, I mean, Broncos losing to the Jets. Jets uh, winning sixteen to nine. Brees Hall again that sixty-two yard run. Looking nice, like he 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 was an ass just because he made sure he went one yard over my my under bet and then <laughs> and then ended up unfortunately tearing his ACL. Now that's tragic to hear that because he was having such a great season and like at that position having an injury injury like that is very dramatic. So we're gonna keep him in the prayers and pray that he continues to get better and comes back even better because he needs to ball out on them like he's been. But the Jets, the Jets, the Jets. It was an interesting game. Yeah, I mean, Jets is, I mean, Zach Wilson looked terrible again. I think he had like 130 yards. Once Brees Hall got hurt, the offense was a lot more stagnant. Elijah Moore, he's been linked to the Chiefs and the Packers, so they're looking to trade him still. And then – uh. They traded in to get James Robinson to take over for Brees Hall. So maybe we get to see more James Robinson this year. But the Broncos, I felt like I was watching the same offense. Except Jerry Judy was getting the ball a lot. Yeah. They say that um with for the backup, they paid they got the same amount, they got the same play that they get from Russ, but they paid two hundred and forty eight million dollars less. <laughs> That's what a hometown discount. Bro, I hate I hate bringing up numbers, but when that should be Accurate, I'd be like, damn, kind of got to respect it. Numbers don't never lie. Yeah, and it looked like the same offense because they could move into the red zone and then does not do anything once they get there. And then Javante Williams, fuck him, motherfucker. I don't know what the fuck he – I mean, he must have fucked the coach's bitch or something. Oh, you mean Melvin Gordon? Yeah, I stay saying I still get no confused. But, yeah, Melvin Gordon, I don't know. We love Javante Williams on this show. But Melvin Gordon, fuck him. Motherfucking, that nigga must have fucked the shit out of coach's bitch because this man again got put to like third straight behind Boone and Latavius Murray. That shit don't make no sense. I know, and they'll use his ass up until they get into the red zone and then they'll just let Latavius Murray or someone else get it. That's crazy to see. Next game, we had the Raiders blowing out the Texans 38 to 20, but to be honest, it wasn't really a blowout. I was going to say, it's tough to call it a blowout because that game was close. I didn't even notice how bad it was until I looked up and I seen Josh Jacobs and took off. 
Yes, it was 20 to 17. Texans were winning going into the fourth quarter. And then that's when the Raiders scored 21 points in that fourth quarter. I believe one was a pick six. Davis Mills threw towards the end. This yeah, game, they were competing. Yeah, this was a good game up until that fourth quarter. Yeah, this game would have been the Waterboy games of the week until that fourth quarter. Okay, I did not. I looked up and I was like, bro, what the fuck? They get 30 something from. But, um, ah, oh, man. So we understand that Davis Mills is not, not preferably a guy, but he's somebody that can hold a position, I guess. I don't know. But, I really don't have any takeaways from this game besides for like Josh Jacobs is a beast. Devontae Adams is always going to eat. Yeah, no, Josh Jacobs is just, just like he's the cheap. He might he beats the biggest fantasy steal. Like you might have the best running back in fantasy football, and you probably got him in like the eighth round. Yeah, yeah, that's that. I'm him. I'm I'm, I'm him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of motherfuckers right now that's like, holy shit. Thank you, Josh Jacobs. It's crazy because, like, I'm one fantasy league, right? I got Austin Eckler and the other fantasy league, I got Josh Jacobs. So they've been snapping all their last games. But for some reason, whenever Austin Eckler snaps, I lose. But whenever Josh Jacobs eats, oh, I'm, whew, oh my God. This is the first time I ever lost with Josh Jacobs eating. The whole reason why I lost last week because I was undefeated was because Josh Jacobs was on by. And, like, I didn't have nobody else to put. So I just left that nigga there. I just fuck it. And one thing that's making him even more deadly is, like, he was always getting like 15 touches. Now he's getting like 20 and he's using 143 yards, three touchdowns, but he's getting five targets a game almost. Like they're literally using him on both. Like he used to get out for pass catching duties. Now he's staying, he's a three down back. Nah, but did you see Devontae Adams on the, um, on leaving? No, what he did. That boy said that boy was going to the Tony Mason. Everything was clear. And then he walked. He's like, he's like, all right. <laughs> he had me crying. Yeah, that's funny. And then Damian, another thing, Damian, Damian Pierce is a dog. Like, he's one of the few bright spots on Houston right now. Former Gator. Yeah, he's a guy. Let's see. I uh, can't figure it out over there, but if they did, it would be nice. Not going to lie, I thought the Raiders might blow it up for a little bit up until that fourth quarter. I was like, damn, the Texans really might sneak out a dove here. I was about to say, man, fuck y'all. Cause I was really, cause you know how I be thinking about my picks the whole time. Like, I was like, man, fuck you, niggas. But the Seahawks were the dog to end up getting the dub in the four four clocks. They won 37-23, and they kind of smoked the Chargers since the first quarter. Just like took it and never looked back. First off, I love Kenneth Walker, but fuck Kenneth Walker the third, man, motherfucking. This man, that last touchdown made me lose is what killed me in fantasy, and I didn't know it. I'm watching the game like, damn, this man Kenneth Walker is really eating right now. I wish I, I wish I, I wish I could pick him up on the waivers, and then I motherfucking find out I'm playing against this nigga. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, and I lost by like, I lost by less than 15. So like, motherfucking, I'm like, damn, Ken Walker doesn't eat. Low key living right now. Maybe T Higgins scored. Ken Walker doesn't score that last touchdown, and T Higgins. Stretches his motherfucking arms out or something, gets that last fucking touchdown, gets that touchdown. It's a whole different. And, th- and instead of two and four, and they're going to be three and three. So, one thing with Caleb Walker is I drafted him in like two, or uh, I know two leagues for sure, but I'm not sure about the third one. But I know for two leagues for sure, like a 10 and 12 man league, because I knew rookie coming out of Michigan, he was a dog. Rashad Penny is injury prone. Like he he's a dog himself, but he stayed getting hurt just like he did this year. And I was like, I'm gonna get him as a handcuff. I'm gonna wait. Like, cause he's he's gonna be balling if he gets in. 
I got greedy in the waiver wire. Like come week two, I was like, I dropped him because I couldn't be patient enough. In both my leagues, I dropped him because I wasn't patient enough to like for the handcuff. So then two weeks later, someone else picks him up and he ends up like balling. And I was just like, motherfucker, if I would have had And I have running back problems in those leagues. And I was just like, all, it all could have been fixed if I waited. You see what I'm playing? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm playing your tune on the world's smallest violin, man, because it's niggas is going through it, man. I'm going through the exact same thing. I had to deal with y'all bitch ass niggas and he more set. Motherfucking that nigga scored one point for me. I didn't even put him back on my bench. I dropped him. I said, fuck you. I'm gone. Damn. That's so that boy bond. Leo Herbert, dude. And then next thing he got put in the starting lineup, and that shit was crazy. Cause then I had to play against his ass the week that he scored his first touchdown in like two years since like 2020 or something like that. And all that is fucking insane. Hmm. But on the game, let me see. Chargers, there's only two Chargers teams. The great team that is putting up highlight plays. But the problem with that is they rely on these highlight plays. So they can't be great every week. Austin Eckler is not a real running back. Like not, he, not even he can put up all the fancy numbers he wants and be that guy, but he's getting, I think the last five games, he only has like his best game is like 50 yards or some shit. Like other than that one game where he had 170 yards against the Texans, he has not had a single good game. And it is don't, they can't run the ball with this little hamster behind the back. No, it's crazy because he has to be one of the most like, because he posts that he makes a lot of content so we get to see like straight up like this man works hard as fuck all day but like you're saying man he's more of like a dangerous back in the backfield to um to catch that motherfucker not really to run that thing but when i look at this chargers team i just think like dude y'all spent so much money on this defense and like where they at yeah, <laughs> I think Bosa got hurt, and since Bosa got hurt, it was a game change. All the money pieces didn't do shit then. And JC Jackson is um hurt again. I don't know if he's out for the season. Yeah, he's up. out for the season. They said like uh he ruptured something in his knee or something. So Bill Belichick once again knowing when to get rid of a corner. Like they literally let him walk. Like I thought I was crazy. And they gave him an insane bag, and he was getting them getting benched last week for how poor of his play was looking. So, yeah, hopefully double back from that and show some great promise because, boy, woof. Keenan Allen's first game back and didn't even know how he was on the field, to be honest. He didn't he wasn't the one that scored that, that touchdown? Uh, no, nah, Mike Williams scored one and Eckler scored the other. Oh, damn. Eckler scored two, actually, one running, one over there. But the Seahawks team right here is insane. Like we could talk, we could talk about as bad as the Chargers are, which I don't. It's gonna be it's tough to call them terrible. I don't think their records seem terrible right now. But, no, they're um, four and three. But there were a couple. Their wins have were also like I feel like ugly ass wins. Oh uh, yeah, hey, that Justin Fields got ugly ass throws. But um, <laughs> not fair. But this fucking, I'm hot. Who what do we? Who who? who, who uh, the Chargers four and three records. Seahawks. Seahawks. Oh, Seahawks. Yeah, this, this Four and three also. The Seahawks team is showing that, like, is impressing every week. My motherfucking brother, Loki, is probably the happiest motherfucker in the world right now. But they're showing, they're, they're showing every week, and they're showing that, like, Russ wasn't a guy, man. Pete Carroll can make anybody, can make a quarterback look great. That's what I'm looking at from Gino. Like, the same way the Mac Jones stock is going down, the Russ stock, I think, is at an all-time low. But I don't see it going up anymore. 
after a motherfucker. You know, they have a good game after seeing what Geno Smith is doing in the same offense. At USC and for the Seattle, Pete Carroll is a known, he's a known motivator. He gets the best out of his guys. So I know he'd be cooking up some fire ass speeches for Geno Smith and them boys. Like, they fucking counted you out, Geno. We're going to smoke them. <laughs> like, I just know he'd be getting them troops fired up for war and they'd be coming out just firing. Have they been dogs in all their wins? They probably no, because this game in particular, I think they're like a one point. They might have been the favorite coming into this game. I could be wrong. It was because like how many people were betting on them that it, it, like the Chargers started off as the favorite, but the, as the game started, more and more people were betting on the Seahawks. But I wouldn't be shocked if they're the underdog in every game. That's crazy. Uh, let's see. Next game. Another game, which it was a blowout technically, but I felt like it was close up until like middle way of the third quarter. The Chiefs 44 to the 49ers 23. We got to see a little bit of CMC, but not much. He didn't really do much. It was all Patrick Mahomes and them boys. Nah, no fucking cap. Patrick Mahomes scored me fucking 40 on my um, fan and then one league. But, um, CMC, I thought it was cool that they um immediately got to him and let him get something cracking. He did so he, he was a he was an option for them in the first half. And this 49ers team came up, started 10-0. So like they really started this game well. And then Pat Mahomes and the crew turned that bitch on. And like McCall Hardman being able to rush and receive like he did this game, that's low-key a game changer. Like he was on some real Debo shit with it this week. Yeah, Juju, 124 yards and a touchdown. Valdez Gantling, I know he got one big catch that kind of helped his yards, but 111, three catches. Kelsey, 98 on six catches. That's a well-oiled machine. Like, (laughs) they are getting everyone involved. They're not forcing it nowhere. Like, they're literally picture-perfect football on the offensive end right now. And this is what we consider the number one defense in the league. And it is just that's what they did in 44 to 23, 423 yards for Patrick Mahomes. A little fun thing that happened this was the very first time in NFL history that Mr. Re- uh, Relevant got to play in the game. Brock Purdy, the very last pick in the NFL draft last year, the quarterback out of, um, I believe, Notre Dame or Iowa. I can't remember, but he was shitty in college. So, he find uh he Mr. Irrelevant got to play in the fourth quarter for the 49ers. He didn't look good. He threw an interception. But first time in history, last person drafted ever got to play. Jimmy G got hurt? Did he have like 300 yards or something? No, I don't think he got hurt. I think it was just a, a blowout and they were like, fuck it. Just throw him in at nice. this point. Nice. I mean, George Kittle scored, so that's all that matters. He scored on national tight end today. Yeah, and I think he's the only one because Kelsey's gonna score. And there wasn't any throughout the one o'clock and four o'clock games, I don't believe. I know Kyle Pitts ain't hit that bit. Because I know that someone made it, uh, someone said that during the Chiefs game. Like, we haven't seen a, na- a tight end score all national tight end day, but we got two of the best here today. That's funny as fuck. Uh, let's see. We got two more games right on out. We had the Dolphins winning 16 to 10. I'm not going to lie. They start when they started that game. I thought they were about to drop 40 on them. The way that the offense was just moving that shit with Tua back, but they slowed down and, and, and just mellowed out. Except for that defense, that defense came to play. Yeah, definitely made an adjustment, but that's 
crazy. But um, so first off, let's immediately talk Mike McDaniel's fourth quarter. Fourth, fourth and what? Oh, I was Two. screaming at the TV. I even tweeted live. I was like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, I guess a rookie quarter. And instead of kicking the field goal, going up to going up and going up two scores, you know, we gave the rookie quarterback a chance to come back down. So that's cool. No, it isn't. That's not okay at all. But that's your that's your coach, man. So how did you let me know what what sense what was going through his head at that moment? So he did say it wasn't analytical. It was he just felt like the offense was rolling, and he felt like we could get those two three yards on the run play against that defense. But he did say that he's never gonna do no shit like that again. He he felt the hot seat after it didn't work out. So I'm happy he we we. It was one of those things. I wish it didn't happen, but I'm happy it happened, and we and it, we didn't get burned. But we he still learned his lesson that he won't do because now he won't do this in the playoffs. Like like there's gonna be he already seen it the first time. He knows what not to do now. That's actually fire as fuck. But yeah, man, tell me like. First off, the Steelers didn't look too terrible. I think their defense is gonna be nice when TJ Watt gets back in that motherfucker. But um, damn. Sixteen. See, I was when the y'all started halftime sixteen to ten, and when I you no points got scored in the second half. Am I tripping? All defense. I mean, we had what I think two interceptions in the second half, one in the first. And like them boys were flying to a couple sacks. Like the defense on our uh, was doing a thing, and I just felt like the Dolphins, like you said, got figured out. Like they were, uh, they weren't able to the holes that Raheem Morris because it was all coming off of some nice runs, and then when they would load, like then the run would set up a nice fifteen yard pass to Waddle or something. But once those runs were getting stuffed in between the lines, that's when I felt like the offense wasn't able to move no more. That's why I was even more upset that we didn't kick the field goal. It's like our defense has been balling. We haven't moved all second second half. Like it's a rookie quarterback. Yeah, just go up two scores. I mean, shit, I'm just happy our the Kenny Pickett goes down the red zone and throws that interception like back to back times. Yeah, yeah, I needed that that right there. Y'all earned that one right there. But it's interesting to see how um what's going to go down with these Steelers because motherfucking – oh, wait, didn't Tua have, like, four or five, like, um turnover-worthy plays or some shit like that? Oh, yeah, and I think I think there was four, but, I, yeah, no, there was something special. Like, he was just getting a little – I think a little too trigger-happy. He was getting those nice plays in, and then next thing you know, he was trying to thread the needle a little too much on, like, some deep passes. That's he was running motherfuckers over. Yeah, and fuck Graham Morse after scoring again. Yeah, no, right. And Chase Edmonds has looked terrible. So I think more, we'll see more more stuff. Well, where's his energy of the first two weeks? <laughs> shit. We figured out he was not doing shit. But uh, last game, and the biggest shocker to me, I'm not going to lie, the Bears blowing out the Patriots 33 to 14. Like, insane. Mac Jones getting benched because they're screaming. They're screaming. They want Zap. 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 And Zap didn't do like Zap came in and answered all the prayers. First touchdown, four like four passes and a touchdown. And I was just sitting there like, oh fuck. Like he really does might come in. Like we're watching history right now. But then the Bears tying up and then picked his ass off twice. <laughs> like the Bears defense was just flying. That's what they got over there. But Justin Fields, I'm not a fan. But he did did didn't look terrible this game. Get they they let him run around a little bit, didn't they? Indefinitely, that's what they they've been listening to us, the media, everyone screaming like, 
let Fields run. Like, okay, we we know he's not the best thrower, but you know what he can do? Fucking run. Like, just let him do it. Yeah, that nigga throws some big ass throws too. I bet, bro, what the fuck? You would throw that to your son out in the backyard? But I feel like all his throw, like he'll miss a whole bunch of easy throws, but then he'll his completions will be like twenty yard passes. Like he is either three and outs, or he makes some fucking crazy ass twenty yard completion to Darnell Mooney or the tight end or some shit. Are you comparing him to a friend of Russell Westbrook right now? Is that what I'm hearing? Oh man, nah. He fucking we Dave Bears wish that they had a fucking two hundred fifty dollar million dollar Russ right now. Mm. Oh, oh, but before we go, though, I did forgot to bring up this little stat for, for the last game. So, Nigel Harris for the Steelers has less yards than Daniel Jones rushing this year. <laughs> Daniel Jones has like 460, and Nigel Harris has like 450. Oh, I actually met the, I'm glad you said that. You know, Daniel Jones is the first, first off, that's insane. And did you see that video of Jalen Waddle next to Nigel Harris? Hey, no, that's all camera angles, baby. Like, come on, now nah, they had that, like, they had that, that shit at the down angle. That shit was crazy. I was like, that's again. It was funny because in my um, in my um video, my basic, my video camera class, we actually had that was one of the things in the chapter they were talking about the um two shots. I forget what it's called, but by um, there's a way you can set it up to make it look like somebody's so much bigger than the other. And all that you had to do that shit for Tom Cruise all the time. Tom Cruise is like five seven. So when he be acting, they be having to do those little angles for in all his movies. Probably say I would have never done that. But you know, Daniel Jones was the first Giants quarterback to throw out to go throw two hundred and rush for one hundred. Like that doesn't sound that sounds so normal nowadays. But I'm like, damn, they do come from a they did they can what's it called? Who said it? It was um part of my take. They said them boys come from a uh a, a Eli Manning looking looking um quarterback quarterback history. No, and uh, that's just like he's just somewhat like he's the most low key runner. Like he like he's just running. Like, no one talks about it. It's never talked about media, scouted on nothing. Like he's just low key. That's Danny Wheels, man. He's gonna get out of there. Shit, bro. This is mayhem right now. We got the Bears who are tied with the Packers in the division. The Steelers are they might go below 500 for the first time ever. 49ers have a worse record than the Seahawks right now. Seahawks, I think, are leading the division. The, the fucking the Jets and Giants fall away back. Packers suck. Like the NFC beasts over there, the East, like. The Falcons and the Bucks are tied. The Panthers, if the Panthers beat y'all next week, which is a big if, if they beat y'all next week, the Panthers will be the sole owner of first place in that division because they'll be three and zero in the division. That's insane. Oh, and we did forget to bring that up. The Saints, since they lost to the Cardinals on Thursday Night Football, they will not be able to complete the bird gauntlet because they played the Falcons, the Cardinals. They play all five birds this year, which has never happened before. And I'm sorry, guys, maybe they didn't make it. No, and you have been eliminated. Bitches. Ah, but, shit, yeah. Uh, Gav, I mean, I ain't got nothing left to say. If you got something else, let's, what do you got? Hey, man, I just want y'all to know that I'm high as a kite. 
And this has been a totally good podcast. You feel me, man? We came through with the NFL week seven. Well, recap after our we'll have them uh, after our last motherfucking week of picks. We'll see. We'll have the picks for you on the predictions. But this has been totally blitz, man. Another good episode, man. It's late as fuck out here right now. What time is it, Paul? Motherfucker, one thirty. We're doing this shit at one twenty-five, homie. Like my and it ain't PM. I know you see this nigga Paul window black as a motherfucker. But hey, keep we got the Thursday night predictions coming for you. Don't forget to tune in to Fight Club because UFC 280 was crazy. And at the end of the day, I just want you, you and the people, every person in the room to know that y'all some bitches. Passing out the medicines. We've been on that rock star regimen, knowing that I'm heaven sent, higher than I ever been. I got a problem, got a problem with being problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools, you can call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passes, this ain't nothing.